welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Come in, make yourself comfortable, and let's have a chat about my midweek reflection. I don't know why I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, hi guys. Um... Today is going to be the first installment of my midweek reflection um, or midweek review. I don't know if this is going to be an ongoing thing. It just so happens to be Wednesday. I just so happen to have time to reflect and review what has been going on. And this week just so happened to have been eventful. So I'm just here and I'm ready to go ahead and dive in and talk about this stuff. So let me guide, let me give you guys an overview of what we're going to talk about today and then we're going to jump right in. So today's agenda, we need to talk about my day, we need to talk about finals, we need to talk about a headstrong lyric analysis, we also need to um, touch on my most recent thoughts and realizations, and that is it for today. So let's start off with my day. I woke up really great. I had to force myself to like wake up. Like, you know how you wake up, but you don't fully wake up. And if you roll back and close your eyes, you can fall back asleep. That was basically me. And I was scared if I fell back asleep, I wouldn't wake up, you know, in enough time. Like I would oversleep. So I just woke up early, if that makes any sense. Like I woke up early and I could have went back to sleep, but I didn't want to go back to sleep because I was scared if I went back to sleep, I would oversleep. Sleep, 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 sleep. So yeah, I woke up and um, I kind of just got started with my day. I didn't have my 8 a.m. class today because yesterday was the official last day of classes. So the rest of this week and next week are exam week. So that's basically what I had. I didn't have my 8 a.m. class. I ended up going to school around like, um, I got there at 9.30, but class started at 10. And so that's when I took my finals. It was really great. I felt very confident going in. Last night I studied. I actually recorded uh, me studying. I just thought that it would be really fun because my studying style, I like to talk to myself. And I'm like, I kind of don't like talking to myself just sitting there. Like, why not record? Because maybe, you know, on my way to school the next morning, I can listen to what I was reviewing. Whatever, however. So I just decided to do it because I just wanted to um, not be talking to myself. Even though I was talking to myself. But anyways, so yeah, um, I went to take the test and I was very, very confident within it. I think that I did fairly well. So that was really great. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to be able to be prosperous in that. Or at least I think I've been prosperous. And so, yeah, got done with my finals at 11 on the dot. When I walked out, I was like, okay. So I ended up having to go to DSW because... Um, when we went there last week after my birthday dinner, we just stopped in and we ended up buying my nephew some slides. And so I signed up for the rewards and they gave me like $35 off, like between the different offers that they had. I basically got $35 off of my next purchase. So I was telling my mom, I'll go back in and I'll get those shoes that you wanted. Um, and so I ended up getting them. They were on clearance for $35 guys. Or $36, $37 or something like that. So I ended up 
using all of like the $30. I didn't use my $5 birthday coupon, which I'm so like mad at myself because I literally could have used it. He was scanning all of the different coupons that I had and all I had to say was, okay, what about my birthday coupon? Can I also add that on? So I really would have only had to pay $1 and like some odd cents. But for some reason, since he didn't offer, I didn't speak up for myself like I don't know it's just I get weird like that sometimes so I ended up paying six dollars and it wasn't that big of a deal but it just ate me up inside because I knew I could have paid a dollar and 39 cent and it's like what am I gonna do with five dollars off you know for the next purchase and also when is the next time that I'm gonna be in DSW within the month of April like I'm not really a shoe person and so yeah, it just annoyed me because I knew that that $5 practically went to waste and it could have went towards um, going on there. But nonetheless, I was really, really happy with the um, purchase because it was like literally essentially free shoes. And I love how they like stack coupons and stuff because some places don't allow you to stack coupons. You have to um, you have to like do separate transactions or whatever or on different days. So I thought that was really cool. So after I went to DSW, I actually went to um, World Market first. I didn't even know we had a World Market in Fort Myers. I did not even know, guys. And so I ended up going in there because I see it a lot on YouTube. I also was looking for a couch one time, like a mini love seat. And I um, was looking at their website. And their stuff is really affordable as far as furniture goes. So I recommend if anybody is moving to a new place or they're looking for furniture, I definitely recommend checking out World Market because again, like in comparison to many other furniture places and how high furniture can be, like a couch can be a thousand plus dollars. But at World Market, you could probably get a couch for like $800. Um, and then the mini love seat that I was looking at was like $400. So I think that it's pretty good in comparison um, to many other places. So, yeah, I was in there. I ended up getting a curry seasoning packet um, because I love curry now. So I just eat curry all the time. And, yeah, so that was that. Then I was on my way home bumping my music on period. I love music, guys. And it was a crazy thing that happened today. So it's this song called Headstrong by the band named Trapped. And I originally, I first listened to this song, like, I don't even know. It could have been, like, freshman or sophomore year. Because freshman, I remember, I went through a grunge rock period. So I feel like it was freshman year because that's also when I was listening to Nirvana a lot. That was also when I was listening to that one song, This Is How You Remind Me. So that song... So during that little period, like, I was introduced to a little bit of grunge rock, and I still like a little bit of grunge rock. Like, I'm not a huge fan of all the music in that genre, but the music that I do like from that genre, I like it. So Headstrong by Trap was one of those songs that I used to bump to all the time when I was younger, and I still bump to it now. I don't, it's not at the top of my playlist, so I don't listen to it as often as I usually do, but, um... I listened to it today because it popped up on Shuffle. So that was really, really cool. 
But today, when I was, you know, singing the lyrics to the song, which, by the way, it is very rare that I would ever know lyrics to many songs. Like, I can love a song so much and never know how the lyrics actually go because I'm the type of person that listens to beat and the flow of things more than I pay attention to lyrics, which I am finding to become more of an opposite lately. Like, as I've been growing spiritually... I have just been feeling prompted to actually really listen to the lyrics in which I am listening to. You know what I mean? Like really when I'm listening to music, I'm starting to pay more attention to what is the message behind it rather than it just being, oh, it's a good beat. And so I've been finding myself, especially because I'm such a nostalgic person. So every time I listen to music that is like, you know, that I used to love when I was younger, whatever, however... I'll be listening closely and I'll find out, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I was listening to this and I was bumping to this. I never paid attention to the lyrics. I never paid attention to the music video. That is totally opposite than how I felt about the music. So it's just key stuff like that that I just feel like is a testament to maturity in Christ that I my eyes are even open to be willing to listen for a deeper meaning in music and not just listen to it because it's good. You know what I mean? And so that's basically what I was doing today, just making sure that what I was listening to, you know, what I used to love when I was younger and what I still like because it sounds good, making sure that it means good. And that's what I was doing today in the car. I was singing the lyrics. Next thing you know, I was really listening to the lyrics that I was singing and I was like, this is deep. Like this could really be a Christian song. Like this could really be a Christian from a Christian perspective. As if you were speaking to the enemy, speaking to the devil, speaking to Satan, whoever, however, it could like the lyrics feel as though it's like a diss track to Satan, basically. <laughs> so let me go ahead and um, sing out some of the lyrics. Um, Headstrong by Trap lyrics. So, yeah. So the first. Um, hold on a second. I need to find the lyrics. Headstrong. So yeah, so the first set of um, lyrics goes like this. Circling, circling, circling your head, contemplating everything you ever said. Now I see the truth, I got a doubt. A different motive in your eyes. Now I'm out, see you later. And then it goes, I see your fantasy, you, met, you want to make it a reality paved in gold. See inside, inside of our heads, yeah, well now that's over. So when I first was listening to that, I was like, whoa, like, from a, I'm going to just basically analyze these lyrics from a Christian perspective and what I get out of it. And I totally feel like I, my mom and Miss Daphne, when like, you can be looking at a nursery rhyme and get so much spiritual insight about it. But no, that's really how I felt today. So when he says, circling, circling, circling your head, contemplating everything you ever said, now I see the truth. I got a doubt. So basically what I feel is though, it's like now we're finally being confronted with the lies that the enemy has always told us. And now we're seeing the truth, the real truth about him. And now we're like, hmm, I'm, I'm starting to doubt what you were trying to say to me. Like I'm trying to doubt all those empty promises that you were promising me. Oh, this, oh, that. Oh, it's not that bad. Oh, it's this, you know, all of the different lies that we tell ourselves, the lies of deceit, which all come from the pit of hell basically anything that is trying to draw us away from God are all lies 
You know, anything that is trying to get us to not be in alliance with God's will is an anti-Christ. Basically, it is the opposite of God. And that is something that he detests, basically. And so the next line, it says, a different motive in your eyes. Now I'm out. See you later. So that that just kind of reminds me of, you know, on my journey in Christ and how I'm slowly maturing and I'm starting to see different things. I'm starting to see the motives of things, you know, the the real meaning behind a lot of the things that are guys that's good. But really, it's just um, it's sin. Really, what it is, is is something that's going to deter me from being who God has created me to be. All of these th- different things. So I see the different motive in your eyes. And now I'm starting to try to make the decision. I'm making the decision to say, I'm out. See you later. All of those sinful desires. See you later. All the sins that I used to indulge in. See you later. We're done with that. We're over with that. That's something that we cannot do anymore. Because I see the motive behind the eyes of it. You know what I mean? So then the next line goes, I see your fantasy. You want to make a re- you want to make it a reality paved in gold see inside inside of our heads yeah well now that's over so again we're confronting the enemy we're confronting the enemy's products basically and we're saying i see the fantasy that you want as i was telling hannah when i was sharing this with her i was like his fantasy is to see us burn in the lake of fire with him his fantasy is to see us be destroyed, is to, is to devour us, is to kill us, is to lie to us, is to steal from us, to steal our joy, to steal our peace of mind, to steal our happiness, to steal our relationship with Christ. His whole entire fantasy and his goal is to see us separated from Christ and to have us remain separated with Christ. And he wants to make it a reality. That's why every day he is walking to and fro, seeking who he may devour as it says in the word and he's looking to see inside of our heads inside of our heads yeah you know a lot of the time the devil likes to attack our minds because that is the epicenter of a lot that happens with our body our mind and our heart is what he wants to contaminate because if you can infiltrate the mind if you can infiltrate the heart you have the whole entire body basically he wants to hijack us and what i was saying to hannah this day is that as the lyrics say well now that's over we're making the decision to no longer live bound to sin we're making the decision that we're going to live in freedom we're going to live in the freedom that christ has called us to live in we are going to no longer do that anymore we're going to do away with our old life and that is something that I want to continuously make a habit. That is my heart's posture that I want to continue to be like that. I want my heart's posture to be, well, now that's over. All that stuff that we used to do, well, now that's over. And it's a continuation. It's a daily, it's a daily commitment. It's a daily choice that I have to make every day. And it's something that I'm striving to make every day. And so the next line goes, I see your motives inside, decisions to hide. So again, we're seeing all the motives, you know, you want to present yourself as this, Y, X, Y, Z. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is not that bad. Uh, it's like, it's the reason why I'm doing this. It's the reason why I'm stepping in this. It's the reason why I'm dibbling and dabbling in this. You know, it's not that bad. The devil loves to present himself as like, oh my gosh, it's the greatest thing in the world. So many promises, grandiose. I'm going to give you the world. Do you want the world? I'll give it to you. And it's like, nah, it seemed like it's good. It feels good in the beginning. But then when you really see the 
motives inside of whatever it is that we try to dibble and dabble in the motives inside of whoever we're hanging out with the motives inside the enemy then we're like mm. in their decision to hide to try to come on city say conceal the true nature of themselves that's when we're like ah and so then the next part i love this part it says back off i'll take you on headstrong take on anyone and so basically how I see this is back off. I'm going to take you on in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm going to take you on with the word of God. I'm going to take you on through Christ's strength who he has given me. God is going to work for me. Back off. My father is going to take you on. Back off. Jesus Christ is going to take you on. Back off. I'm going to take you on in the strength that God has given me. Not on my own strength because I can't do it. I can't take you on. I can't take you on by myself, but what I can do is take you on by reading the word of God and knowing the truth. What I can do is take you on by understanding what your lies are, what your motive is inside is saying, I am done with that. I am choosing to draw near to God so that he can draw near near to me. And as I draw near to God, the devil will flee because that's me resisting him, as they say in James four. So then. We keep going. It says, I know that you are wrong. This is not where you belong. And that's on absolute period. I know that you're wrong. I know that this is a lie. I know that this is deceitful. I know that you're trying to get me to see it as is right, but it's not. It's wrong. And this is not where you belong. So it's my heart's cry to say, you ain't got to go home, but you definitely got to get up out of here because this is the house of God on period. This is the temple of God on period. That's how we got to take captive of our thoughts. That's how we got to take captives of the things that we consume. That's how we got to take captive of how we approach the enemy's products, whatever that may be. And so it says, I can't give everything away. I won't give everything away. And I love this because I can't give everything away. I can't give my life away in pursuit of sin in pursuit of a, um, a quick satisfaction, it's a quick fix, but it's not everlasting. It's not going to feed my soul. It may feed my flesh, but not my soul. I can't give everything away in pursuit of that. No, I won't give everything away. This is all from a spiritual perspective. That's all I'm getting from this song, from a spiritual perspective, guys. And then the next part, it says, I'm just kind of going to skip over it. Um... Conclusions, conclusions manifest your first impressions. Um, got to be your very best. I see you're full of blank. That's the only part that is a spiritual <laughs> in this song. And the rest of it, it stands, it stands. Um, and that's all right. That's how you um, play. I guess you get through every night well. And now that's over. I love this. And then it says, I see your fantasy. You want to make a reality paved in gold. I see inside side of your our heads. Yeah. Well, now that's over. And so, yeah, and basically it just goes on to just repeat that over and over again. This is not where you belong. Um, where you belong, I can't give everything away. This is not where you belong. I won't give everything away. And then it's like, I know, I know all about, I know, I know all about, I know, I know all about, I know. I see your motives inside, your decisions to hide. <laughs> Back off. Like, I love that song. Like, if you ever see me bopping, mind your business. Because <laughs> I'm in my mode in that point. But, yeah. So, 
that's my little lyric analysis of what I got from that song today. Like, I used to love, and it was released in 2002 when I was born. Like, oh, an absolute period. We love this. I love everything about it. So, oh, it's alternative rock, not grunge. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It's alternative rock. And I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like, it's a real, like, bop. I encourage you to go listen to it. Headstrong by Trapped, period. Now, let me go ahead and sing a little bit, a little selection for y'all. Circle in a circle in a circle in your head. Contemplating everything you ever say. Now I see the truth. I got a doubt. A different motive than your other. Now I'm out. See you later. I see your fantasy. You want to make it a reality. Pay then go see inside, inside of our heads. Yeah, when all that's over. I see your motives inside. Decisions to hide. Ah, back off. I take you on. Headstrong, take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. Headstrong, headstrong. Back off, I take you on. Headstrong, I take on anyone. I know that you are wrong and this is not where you belong. Where you belong. Where you belong. I won't give everything away period guys and that's in the name of jesus so moving on from that love that song now every time i listen to it i will always see it from that perspective there's a couple of other songs that are not per se christian but i get a spiritual insight from it one of those is nothing lasts i'll do that one another time it can go many ways but through my spiritual guides i see it as a really great song and it's a couple of other ones that are out there. Oh, how how do you love me? Oh my gosh. How do you love me is guys. Okay, so actually I'm going to should I dedicate this whole Yes, let me dedicate this whole entire episode to the songs that are not per se Christian, but but I get spiritual revelation from it or I see it from a spiritual perspective. And then on another past podcast, we'll talk about most recent thoughts. I just want everything to be cohesive. So the next song is Nothing Last. Nothing Last is for the best. Okay, so it's a really short song. One thing that I'm, I still need to pray to God about, I kind of don't like the cover photo of this Como Se Dice. Especially with the third eye. It's just giving me very much, I don't know, it's giving me hidden. It's giving me hidden. I don't know what it is. So, I'm going to pray to God about it. When I see the lyrics, I'm going to share it with you. And then I'm going to say what I think it is. And I don't know what they were directing it towards. I don't know what their motives was. But I'm going to tell you what mine are when I hear this song. So it says, I pray to God to stop these thoughts. It works for me. Can't you see? Now, I know that I'm better. I'm writing this letter to my past self, sitting on the shelf. Nothing lasts. It's for the past. I won't stay here. I won't stay there. Cause now, I'm happy for you have changed me. I'm so thankful. No longer painful. So, when I see this, I'm going to sing the top verses and then I'm going to explain. So, it goes like this. I pray to God. To stop these thoughts 
works for me. Can't you see? So when I think of this, it's like I'm praying to God because sometimes you can have anxious thoughts. Sometimes you can have worrisome thoughts. Sometimes you can have doubtful thoughts. Sometimes you can have, you know, just um, burdensome thoughts, negative thoughts, whatever it is. I pray to God to stop these thoughts. And it usually works for me when I'm going through a mental breakdown, when I'm going through stuff in my life where it's like it is, it's, it's overwhelming. I pray, I, who do I go to? I go to God and I ask him, stop these thoughts, like help me to sort this out. And what does it happen? It usually works for me. Like the lyrics say, can't you see? I don't know who I'm talking to when I say, can't you see? But it works for me. Can't you see? You know, and then the next part goes now that I'm better. I'm writing this letter. To my past self, sitting on the shelf. So now that I'm better, I'm writing this letter to my past self. This doesn't have a real significance to me, but if I could glean out any type of significance that it has, is that usually when I'm coming from like, you know, an emotional breakdown, whatever it may be, when I'm just, I finally just can't hold it anymore and have to cry out to God. And, um... You know, usually when he helps to give me clarity and he kind of gives me something practical to kind of rein in my thoughts, to rein in my emotions, and I feel a lot better. Sometimes I tend to either talk through it or I tend to write things out. I've done that once where I just wrote everything down because, like, he was putting things in my spirit, you know. He wasn't actually talking to me or he was speaking to me, but it wasn't in conversational, um, it wasn't in a conversational format. It was in a, a spirit deposit format, if that makes any sense. Sometimes it can't make sense, so sorry to you. Um, but yeah, I was writing it down, so that could be like the writing this letter. To my past self, it could be, past self could be anything. It could be me two hours ago when I was crying my face out. It could be me two years ago. Who, what, when, where, I don't know, how. And then it's sitting on the shelf. My journal does sit on the shelf, so I guess that can be significant. That's not really a part of the song that really kind of like gives me a real, you know, insight, but I still liked it. And then it says, nothing lasts, it's for the past, I won't stay here, I won't stay there. And that's kind of like just a true fact of life. A lot of things that are of this world, they don't last. The Bible says that. Our treasures will be eaten up by moss and decayed by rust and loose words. It says that nothing on this earth will ever last. This body won't last. At some point, there's an expiration date on this body. You know what I mean? And then it's for the past. That will be the past when it goes away, when it diminishes. And then the other two parts where it says, I won't stay here. I won't stay there. I won't stay here. There's many seasons in our life. Life is about seasons. It's kind of naturally how it was built. We have summer and then we have, you know, fall and then we have winter and then we have spring and the cycle continues and continues and we're not going to stay in spring all of our life and we're not going to stay in summer all of our life. We're not going to stay a teenager all of our life. We're not going to stay a, um, como se dice, a young adult all of our life. We're going to continuously grow and be moving to different seasons, to different places. So it would be... Naive for me to say, oh, I'm just going to stay here all my life 
and never grow, never move, never be elevated to another place, I won't stay here. And also, I won't stay there. So if it's, I also look at it like this. If I'm going through something that's really bad, with that su- something super terrible, something super, you know, challenging, whatever it may be, any negative feelings, if I'm going through negative feelings, negative experiences, it's a great reminder that I'm not going to stay here forever and I'm not going to stay there forever. But in the same sense, when I'm going through really great times, happy times, high times, positive feelings and experiences, it's also a kind of like a fact of I'm not going to stay here all my life. I am going to be challenged at some point. I am going to go through some type of suffering at some point. It's a promise of life, basically. Everybody at some point will. And so I think that that's very, it's just a true statement to me. And then the last part says, Cause now I'm happy For you have saved me Or changed me I am so thankful No longer painful And so I love that part of the song I can't really like emulate it well But go listen to it Nothing lasts by bedroom So yeah um, I like this It says cause now I'm happy for you have changed me. I am happy when Jesus transformed me, when he's continuously transforming me. It feels great. And I am so thankful. I'm so thankful that Jesus will one day take the pain all the way. In the moment, sometimes he can subside the pain or sometimes I just have to go through the pain. But at least I know that I'm not alone going through whatever it is in life. But I am so thankful. So that's my little lyric analysis of a non-Christian song that I kind of view from a um, from a Christian or spiritual perspective. The last one is How Do You Love Me? How do you love me? Eh, eh, eh. Said the last time. Now this one for real. This one for real is like, eh. I don't know where he was coming from, but it feels so much like a spiritual song like you can't tell me that it's not when you hear these lyrics you're gonna be like wow this is it how do you love me how do you love me you give me Everything you got, everything you are. Hey, like I'm already, I'm getting ahead of myself, but no, it's such a good sound. Hold on, guys, let me look up the lyrics. Sango lyrics. So it's called How Do You Love Me by Xavier Omar and Sango. So let's look it up. I don't know, okay. This track from Spirits is a soulful, atmospheric, neo-soul track where he is in awe of how God unconditionally loves him time and time again despite his flaws and his sins. Okay, so that's so perfect. I didn't think that it was a Christian song, but, or a, you know, a song, you know what I mean? But now that I'm thinking about it, like I just said, like there's no way that these lyrics could not be spiritual, but I just assumed because I've never heard of this artist. So I'm still going to add the 
this in even though it is like a song which is actually dedicated to God. I'm going to share with you guys my inside of it because y'all need to hear this. So the first lyrics go, you give me everything you've got, everything you are, A. And it says, I'm a liar, I'm a cheater, a mistreater, a deceiver. So basically he's saying, Lord, you give me everything that you've got, everything in this earth, everything that you possess is mine. This world is mine. All of the stuff is mine that you have, that you possess, and you let me have it. You let me steward it. Everything that you are, he gives us all of us. And God holds nothing back. I never even thought about this, but he holds nothing back. He is so just like vulnerable with us continuously. Like he's all out. Like he's just here, guys. These are all my cards on the table. This is everything. Take it or leave it. That's the Bible, period. Like that's his his memoir, <laughs> that's him, that's the bones, that's his being, that's his essence. He gives us everything that he's got and everything who, of who he is. And then the writer kind of like contrasts that of someone who gives everything that's constantly just giving, giving goodness, giving love, giving mercy, giving grace. He contrasts it with like, okay, I'm a liar, I'm a treater, a mistreater, or a deceiver. You must not know me on my way to hell and I don't even care. I just blow trees now. You must not know me. Ain't never been good to anybody. Man, I will step up to anybody. Don't talk to me like you anybody. Oh, no. <laughs> but I must admit it's something different when I'm feeling your existence. Oh, Lord. Uh, you make me want to switch this way that I've been living. I don't get it. How do you love me? Eh, eh. Said the last time was the last time. I'm getting ahead of myself again because it's just such a good song. But listen, I'm a liar. I haven't cheated in a relationship, but I've definitely cheated in an academic sense. Way back in the days. That wasn't good. A mistreater. I don't come on CD say go out into the world trying to mistreat people, but I definitely can or have. We all have fallen short in some way, some way. And that's basically what he's alluding to the fact we've all fallen short in some way. and We are really broken individuals yet. Yet he gives us everything that he's got and everything that he is. And then it goes on that. <laughs> God, do you see me? You see me in my state? You see all these things that I just listed out? I'm a liar, I'm a cheater, I'm a mistreater, deceiver. Like, you must not know me then. You must not know me if you don't if you don't see what I didn't did. How you get still given, you must not know me. Like literally, because I'm a sinner, I'm on my way to hell. And at that point, the writer didn't care. He was just blowing trees. You must not know me, he said. Ain't never been good to anybody. Men, I'll step up into anybody. Don't talk to me like you anybody. Oh, no. So I just think that that's just such, I don't know. I, I like it. It's profound because it's the writer being authentic with who he is. And while I can't necessarily relate to exactly everything that he's listened to the T, the fact of the matter is I can relate because I am a sinner. I, too, have sin. I, too, be sinning. I'd be striving not to sin, but I am a sinner. And that's why I need Christ. 
And so I love this part where he says, but I must admit it's something different when I feel in your existence, oh Lord. Guys, let me tell you something. It is something to be in the presence of the Lord. It is something to have had an encounter with Christ. It is, it is, it is. It's like an unexplainable experience. I haven't had any like, you know, you know, forthright encounters where it's like, I am God. You know, like he told to Moses, like, I am who I am. But there has been many instances, very small instances where, instances where I'll just ask God, can you hug me? I just want to feel your presence. And I kid you not, I have felt an overwhelming warmth just wrap around me. It feels as if I'm being hugged, like one of the deepest hugs that you've ever felt is so comforting. It's so warming. It feels so natural. It feels so, it feels so right. You know what I mean? I don't know if you know what I mean. I hope you know what I mean. I hope you get to know what I mean. But it's, no, it's very, very cool. It is. So that's crazy. And when I feel that existence, it does. It makes me want to switch this way that I've been living. And so then he goes on to say, and that's me, like, actually speaking, like, it really does make me want to switch this way that I have been living. <laughs> when I feel God's existence and I feel how good he's been and how great that he continuously gives me everything he, that he's got and everything that he is. You get it? And so then the song goes on. I don't get it. How do you love me? Eh, eh, eh. Said the last time. What's the last time? How do you love me? Eh. Know the last time and the last time. How do you love me? How do you love me? Hey, love that part. Basically, I love that because it's like, how do you love me? I said the last time was the last time and it was not the last time. That goes with everything, especially in my life. That speaks so personally to me. It's been so many times that I've sinned, that I've struggled with certain things, and I said, Lord, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. This is the last time. I promise you it's the last time. And what had happened, it was not the last time. And God still loves me. It is not the last time. That's crazy. Wow. And then it goes, give me everything you've got. Everything you are, a oh, I'm a sinner, I'm a thief. All I ever gave is grief. You gave mercy, I need mercy. Can I say it again? How do you love me? Eh, eh, eh. It's like I'm over here a sinner. Wait, you still love me? All I've been giving you is grief out of the things that I do. I displease him all the time. And what does he do? Love me. That's crazy. And he gave mercy. He gave mercy. I need mercy. Just like the writer said, I need mercy. And that's not absolute period. Absolute period. That I, I love this song because it's just so true. It's such like a, a psalm. It's just such a psalm. It's like a David psalm of like being a sinner and just saying, Lord, forgive me. Thank you so much for loving me. It's crazy. 
guys disclaimer i cannot sing so don't be coming over here thinking that you was expect to hear you know como se dice vocals because you were not going to get that but what you did get was just what i thought about these songs what i felt about these songs i hope that you go and listen to all of these songs the first song was headstrong by trapped the last song or the next song was nothing last last by bedroom and the third song was how do you love me by Sango and Xavier Omar. I love that song. How do you love me? I want to get that note right. Me. Hey. So yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go because I don't want this to be too long. But as always, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a gossip perspective to you and everyone that you know. And until next time, bye.